Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Talking About the Big Stuff podcast with Michael Cole and Matthew Cravat. I am Michael Cole. And I am Matthew Cravat. Ah, the first record of 2024. Not the first episode to come out this year, but for so, our first. Yeah, so isn't it kind of a chord then? I mean, we're not recording. We're just chording for the first time. Yeah. Somebody forgot to turn his fucking ringer on. I... That person's a dick. Yeah. Um, before we get into the topic, uh, I would just... Sorry, I'm trying to send Sarah the... The... Eh, whatever. The Fandango Fest. So... So it reminds me of when um, on, on my honeymoon, every night of my honeymoon went like this. Um, hey, honey, why don't you try on another piece of lingerie that somebody got you as a wedding present? And she'd go in the bathroom and she'd try it on. She'd come out and model it and go, that's really nice. To put the one that Nancy gave you back on literally every night. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, Nancy. <laughs> so, tonight's topic is going to be I, I'm not sure how we want to word it. I worded it in the chat. Uh, um, privileged allyship. And you pointed out, um, and, and I think in a good way, that, that all allyship is privileged. Why don't you rebut the, the claim the way you did? No, I'm just saying that for your allyship to really be beneficial, often it is leveraging your privilege for a group that is marginalized and doesn't have as much privilege. Right. Um, you know, so not being a white knight necessarily and saying, you know, I'm the hero to be here, but to amplify those voices to, you know, um, help share, give, give them on stages they couldn't otherwise get on, platforms they couldn't get on, retweeting people to your audience, um, yeah. having conversations like this where, um, other people may not have the opportunity to have the conversation. Yeah. I think it's, it's hard. It's hard to have, uh, it's a hard balance to strike between, like you said, white knighting. And also there is an extent, and maybe this is a different kind of white knighting, but like there's an extent to which I think a lot of us, not a, like allies want to all, you know, it almost becomes a, like the voice of kind of, which is part of white knighting, but like to me, I will, you know, I, I don't want to like take the lead when I'm an ally in, in general. And, and I don't, but I don't want to be, I don't want that to be taken as passive or lazy or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want it to yeah, be. I mean, it's a fine line between being an ally and making it about you, you know, and yeah. being like, I'm offended on behalf of these other people because I chose to be offended. And then I think right. that's what people make fun of and that people annoy people. And I get that. You know, I think that to me, the, I mean, to me, there's two things that are important. One is um, that I don't think I am an ally for anyone. I strive to be one. It's not my place to say I'm an ally. Yeah. It's the group you're helping who say, who say, yes, you've been one. So it's a, it's a never ending right. um, a journey of trying to be a good ally, <laughs> hoping yeah. to earn the title. And, but I think it's the key word. And I think what I said earlier was amplifying. Like my job is not to speak for people. It's to amplify their message yeah. to an audience that might not otherwise hear it. I, yes, I agree with you completely. I have two things I want to add kind of to, to it. One is I think that, especially when you talk about, I mean, you, you guys go to protests and obviously I don't, I haven't really been to protests, but I, I like adding my face to the crowd mm -hmm. on a lot of those because I think it becomes easy and maybe it's, it's maybe race is not the right uh, 
the right discriminated group to to talk about this with, or or because we're you know I would yeah, say that's a big thing. Being a white male has a lot of privilege, so right. that's but, a good point. But being there, like you know, like it's easy to dismiss. You know, we we hear a lot of anti-trans rhetoric, dismissing it as this tiny minority, and like this tiny minority, and and, and obviously I'm not trans, I'm cisgendered, but like the idea of standing with them and being not only bolstering their numbers, but also saying like, this affects this, this matters to me. This matters mm-hmm. to me because I I don't know who around me is trans uh, or is not trans. And the idea of just tr- making sure that people are treated as best as possible is important to me for all the reasons it should be important to everyone. And so my face being there and, and if somebody, if someone asked me to speak, that would be different. But at the same time, I get worried about, you know, being the faces in the in the background while a trans person, if we're if we're at a trans, you know, thing, or if we were, or or just LGBT in general, um, or if 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 I was a white a white person in you know Black Lives Matter marches or you know those kind of things, to me, that the, the my face being there lends it the credibility of this isn't a niche group this isn't just i mean it doesn't just affect the group that, that is being targeted that, it, yeah it i'm not wording it right but yes that's we're, what, we're one community we didn't support you yeah i mean and, I, and i've had that the situation you were kind of getting at when i have gone as a representative of my atheist group i've we've gone to many um memorials for gun victims and for and rallies and protests for um, better gun laws and, and such. And I am not an expert on that topic. I am knowledgeable on it. My wife and daughter are experts on that topic. And there are times people have come to our table and kind of challenge us on why we're there. And and I'll say, well, you know, I'm main reason that we are here is because in a, a situation like this, I mean, talking about victims, people sometimes go to their church group as their social support network because they they need that community and not everyone has that community we want people to know we're here as that community for those people yeah as one reason the other reason is because we as people who are humanists and care about the state of the people in our community are concerned about this issue and want to show that we support this issue and then i've had people follow up with well what do you think of the top three things we should do legislatively and i've said you know what? That's a great question. Let me walk you over to someone who's better qualified to answer it because my job is to support the experts, not to be the expert. Yeah. And I, I don't even take a shot. I mean, I know the things my wife is going to say, but it's not my stage. Like that's the point where my, my allyship is to, you know, do you want to, you want to stick a camera in my face or do you want to come up and start a conversation? I will bring you to the person you should be talking to. And it's not yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I also, and and, and that's a really good way of doing it because one thing that has made me leery of not of helping of 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 overstepping is during black lives matter during the i think it was the george floyd um protests most that i can remember best but there were you know these comments i remember remember hearing that the black protesters were being quiet and or being reasonable and peaceful and 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 you know and and then the, there was white people who were protesting with them who were 
probably not intentionally. But they have the privilege of not being worried that they're going to get shot. So they can exactly. So they were being obnoxious or they were being aggressive or, you know, and they were ruin. They were ruining the thing that was happening by being overzealous and, and trying, you know, to, to, you know, I think that they're probably well-intentioned. Most of those people, although there were probably some there to, to fuck with shit too. Well, there certainly were, yeah. But but I but think they were right. right. There's probably both both things were there, yeah. Right, and I think so. For me, like if I if I were to go to something like that, it would be, I would be trying to be no louder than any other yeah, person. You take and your cues not... from the people who are running the, the the thing that you're at. If you're not the yeah. host, you take your cues from your host. The same way as if you were in someone's house. Yeah. You don't come in and, and live your life there. You take your cues from the host. Yeah, I just it, and I think when when you look at it, like you know, if Sarah asked me to go get her tampons, I would go look at the tampons she has in the thing, and I would say, "Are these good? Can I get these this kind or whatever?" And I would go get them. Or if I didn't have that option, if you were a good husband, you would tell her what the better brand was. Yeah, the store uh, brand is on sale, honey. This one has. Uh, well, You're getting uh, absorbios. Absorbios. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was. Did you listen to that uh, citation needed about the bad products? And they had the the failed products too. It was about a month ago. I'm, I'm sure I did because I listened to all of them, but oh, um, yeah. for me to recollect it in a moment. They were talking about some. They had some compound that they were using in tampons in the like. Late oh, toxic 70s. shock syndrome from it, yeah. And it create it, it not that toxic shock syndrome can't happen otherwise, but it was so it was so that's when bad it got a name. For, yeah, it, it was so bad yeah. for and 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 it's funny because that hasn't been on the market. That product hasn't been on the market basically in my life. But when my first started dating my first girlfriend, I learned about toxic shock syndrome, and and it's like every guy knows about it because because of the scare of that. And regular tampons basically don't do that unless there's something else wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, a really small chance where when that product was on on the market, it was a pretty good chance. Yeah, but um, what was I saying? Oh, the tampon thing. Like, I just think that like you, like I don't know. I don't know what's the best for that. I wouldn't get that. I I would pick what she wanted me to pick up for her, bra wise. I don't know. What her cup How size is. How often does your wife say, "Hey, run out and buy me a bra"? Uh, I'm just my point being, if you while were, you're at the drugstore, pick me up a couple of D cups, honey. Get some tampons. You know what I'm saying? I'm just think. I'm trying to think of things that don't that do not affect me. That I would be willing to, you know, I'd be fine with doing uh, if I was just in the in the area. Because I mean, you don't know this, maybe, but uh, women's bras because of the underwire in. The dryer and stuff can have some significant. They can break all of a sudden. So Sarah's had emergency bra situations. So you you know what? If you were a better husband, you would let her have her bra budget to buy more than one at a time. She shouldn't just own one bra at a time. I'm I just. Think... I don't want to tell you how to live your life, how to do your marriage, but she should have two bras. She should own two bras. I think it's fun that you think that I set the budget in this household. <laughs> Sarah makes more than twice what I make. Sarah is Sarah is the one setting all the the budgets. Well, then you tell her that you approve of her owning more than one bra. So, well, honey, I know you send me out three times a week to buy bras the last minute. Maybe maybe this is the wrong approach. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think something's wrong if you're reusing your tampons and using your throwing away your bras after each use. Something's mixed up in that. I'm just saying that. There's a little bit of confusion. Yeah. One of those things is disposable and one is not meant to be. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, back to allyship and, and privileged allyship. Uh, so anyway. So anyway. Um, I have... Uh, I've had the the benefit of not um, being an ally, so I haven't had to worry about this too much. No, <laughs> um, I will. Re I will say I remember when when I was helping Leah make her music video a few years ago. We were driving around, and I remember saying something that as soon as I said it, I was like, "Oh, you probably sound like a fucking douchebag." <laughs> and I said, and I did, but I didn't mean it in a douchebag way. We were talking about something political, and I said, I just think as a cis white man, while I, while as far as, you know, at that point in time, Logan was three and a half years old, and so he's also a cis white man as far as I know, a hetero cis white man. I said, while I'm in this, while I'm in this stage where I am fairly comfortable because of all those things, I feel like I need to... I feel like it's important for me to live somewhere that could potentially have some real problems in, in elections and then use my vote correctly. Like meaning, cause at that point, North, North Carolina is not by far, not the worst state in a lot of, you know, but we, for a little while we were the, we were the poster child it was before I got here, but North Carolina was the poster child for kind of the trans bathroom bills. And, you know, like we were, and I and I remember thinking, like, when I moved down, people kept saying to me, you're a liberal and you're going to go live in North Carolina? And I'm like, yeah. I, vote I would remind them the reason that the story behind the trans bathroom bill, though, was that it started with Charlotte City Council passed a rule protecting trans people's rights in the bathroom. And then the mm. state freaked out. Like, it started as oh. it was the progressive movement doing a good thing. And then the conservatives freaking out and making it evil. I didn't know that, but. Yeah. I think like, I, it, like we caused the whole like our North Carolina caused the entire trans bathroom bill thing, and it was because they were saying, "Hey, in city buildings in in uh, Charlotte, use the bathroom you want to use." Like it, became, it was a Charlotte rule for their city buildings, oh, yeah. and that's when the state said, "No, no, no, we're going to overrule you." You know, we don't believe in cities' rights, just states' rights, because we own the state. Yeah, but the point being. And I don't remember how I worded it, but I remember thinking, oh, you sound like a giant douche. But my point that I was trying to make was, like, I ultimately, and this is this is going to sound douchey again, if if something really bad happens legislatively, it, it will it will likely impact me least. So it is my it is my duty to live somewhere where that's a real possibility and then to help work against it. I where as opposed to like if. If you're a trans person, I would not have any, I would not, I would understand completely if you were a trans person, you're like, I don't want to live in Florida because, or I'm a, you know, I'm a gay person. I don't want to live in Florida because I potentially can have some very real world consequences. And it sucks because then Florida loses your vote as a, as a hopefully liberal progressive uh gay it makes the marginalized community more, even more of a minority if people leave Ex yeah but it's and understandable so, that one would leave right yeah. and, and so that's why when it when it comes down to it like in those places where that where it can be like that it is important for us to listen so that we understand 
as best as we can possibly understand what the best course of voting action is for us um, to do to help trans and gay communities, to help the black community, to help what you know, whatever marginalized community where where our community is most likely to negatively affect and then to to try to do that and like you know ultimately if we if if north carolina becomes a state that bans abortions it's not that likely to affect me directly i mean i am i am married to a woman who can who who is of an age where she can still get pregnant so there are ways in which it will, but not as, you know, it's just not the same but thing. worst case scenario, it would mean you guys would have to take a trip up north for a weekend. Yeah. Which is Because you have the, you have the money and, and the ability to do that. So it doesn't yeah, affect you. Yeah, and a place to stay. Yeah. But like, but yes, so like there are all these, all these different things kind of, and, and so I think it's really important for us, but it's also in that same way important for us to not, we need to. I mean, if you take that to the next step, you shouldn't be living in Wake County. You should you should you should move, or or at least you should be in like Luke Wave Arena, where the Reds outnumber the Blues, and you, your vote makes more of an impact than it does in Cary, where you're one of the majority. Yeah, I agree. Same, but I prefer it wasn't it wasn't entirely the reason yeah. I voted down or moved down here. It was just it was it is a, it, it, it is, consideration. It is a, a solid thing. It's not, yeah. Is a reason not to leave because of politics. Is, is yeah. I'm not in danger, and I, maybe I can help. Yeah. yeah. So I'll say, um, you know, if you want to make a difference, if you want to help get out the vote, or go door to door, or do phone banking, or anything like that, is we can do more good doing it for the other counties than for Wake County. Like our yeah. the candidates who are in a place where they're at a uh, a challenge need our help more than our representatives and senators oh, sure. who are in a good place. That makes Stay sense. Up. And as far as gerrymandering, it can be. If us moving, us spreading out and being, you know, can help too. You know, if I if I'm living in, you know, that's one of the reasons that we're all um, unaffiliated, um, registered, unaffiliated. My family because we don't want the gerrymanders looking at what we actually are. And then, yeah, I mean, they can see your voting records. They can they can see you know uh, for primaries which primary you vote in, but that's not a hundred percent accurate because. We once went door knocking on people who are either Democrats or voted in the Democrat primary, and we got a door slammed in our face, offended. So like, oh, clearly those people who we know on their records, they vote in the Democratic primary, the husband and the wife, yeah. they must do it as a spoiler because they were upset. And we said, are you going to vote for Bill, you know, Joe Biden? They're like, what? Never. Slam the door. So. Oh, I should, I should vote. I should vote in the primary this year, uh, the Republican primary. Because so If you're unaffiliated, we, you can't. If you're if you're if you're a Democrat, you get a Democrat. If you're a Republican, you get a Republican. If you're unaffiliated, you can choose which um, ballot. I'll have to change my registration and do that. Although I I don't even know who's in the in the field still. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I think Ron DeSantis hasn't fallen out or dropped I mean, out. Happened, you know, we don't bother with the spoiler thing because like I don't think a vote makes a difference in their primary. It's you know. I wouldn't. But, I honestly, here's the thing. I, I wouldn't do it for a spoiler. I would do it. I, I wouldn't just go. Oh, this is the person I think Trump, is going Trump is to a special case. I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't go vote and say this is the person I think has the worst shot. I would go and say I think this is the person who will do the least damage. Right. Yeah. If I, if, I, I think is going to win, this is who I prefer it to be. Yeah. Which. I don't well, know. yeah. Maybe I Nikki mean, Haley. I don't that, know. I mean, but like, so I mean, on the presidential level, sure. But I could see where. Josh Stein, the leading Democratic candidate for governor in North Carolina right now, 
probably prefers to go up against Mark Robinson, who is a wacko loon on the oh, Republican yeah. side, than his closest competitor, who is just a, con a typical conservative Republican. So, like, from our standpoint, we might say, you know, just in case a Republican wins, I don't want it to be Robinson. I'd rather have it be this guy who's just a regular conservative. Um, but from Josh's standpoint, who wants the Democrats to win, he wants to go on against the easier to beat her, who he thinks is easier to beat. We learned from 2016 Trump that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. And I, I also think, I think that's a fair strategic point, but I also think, like, look, I, I think... John McCain, for example, probably was more of a hawk than I would like and had a lot of issues. But if you had to, if I had to pick between John McCain winning in 20, uh, in 2008 or Donald Trump winning ever, I would pick John McCain. Yes, I think John McCain up against a lot of these candidates would have had a better shot. But I also think John McCain. Right. There's a way more we can live with that a lot better than we can live with a Trump or a Ted Cruz or a Ron DeSantis. I, Ted Cruz isn't in it, but uh, he, you know, he has been. But, but I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, 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 as I say, we don't go. I mean, the problem is we don't play the spoiler game. You know, where the where the rope's going to go. We're like, let you pick who you want to pick. We'll go up against them. Yeah. I wish that more uh, more Republicans had gone spoiler vote and gone. Elizabeth Warren or yeah. Bernie, that'd have been awesome if they had like tried. Yeah, to by vote. the time it got to North Carolina, it, it was Biden. Like it wasn't; they weren't even choices anymore. I mean, they were on the ballot, yeah. but they'd already, you know, yeah. Been away. Yeah. Although I, I say that, but I also think that Biden is doing a significantly better job than I expected. Mm -hmm. Um, I so I don't want it to sound bad. I I think that when you look at not that I I want to compare the like the surrogate for a candidate which we do see a lot of but i think there can be a an overlap there with the with allyship in which sometimes you get a surrogate who goes out there and makes and is a real fucking moron and and i think we need to avoid you don't damaging, let someone speak for you <laughs> yeah well and i think that sometimes it's 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 unavoidable. It's it, you yeah. know. It's really not a real surrogate. It's you know, you're watching CNN and they have a guy from the left and a guy from the right, and they're not part of either, you know, yeah. candidates' organization, but they're speaking for yeah. them, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's that, but there's also like if you're President Biden, you have to rely on the candidate, uh, the the cabinet to, you right. know, but that's, uh, but judge but... talks about transportation, and you have to you, like. Right, but you shouldn't can't have, have in your Biden cabinet. coming out talking about. But agreed, you yeah. should not have them in your cabinet if they can't. That's a good point. Because I think it's perfectly valid to judge a president by their cabinet, who they appoint. Like that's yeah, that's the. I mean, that's one of the things Trump did terrible with. He put all crooks in charge. Everyone's been been arrested who was in his cabinet, except oddly enough, yeah. Linda McMahon from WWF, you know, uh, WWE wrestling, where she was in charge of small business council or whatever, and no scandals. Like she had appointed. She did her job. She left. Like, is she no, Vince's wife or daughter yeah, or what? Vince, Vince's wife. Oh yeah. Yeah, and like, and, and it was like no scandal. Like she's a competent. You know, she was the head of the company more than Vince was. Vince was the face, but she's the business person. Like she was qualified. You know, she's a, you know, a conservative, but she was completely qualified for the job. She did the job. No scandals. Left the job. Of all the people, the wrestler <laughs> was the one who was the best qualified person in the cabinet. 
until you just mentioned her, I 100% forgot that he has been on like WWE. He's in the Hall of Fame. And, and is was he ever do they ever let like a like someone like that become the champion? Someone like that? Not him, but yeah, David oh. Arquette was a champion at one point. Oh, yeah. that'd be hilarious if if the president of the United States was also the former yeah. heavyweight champion of yeah. the world. He was in... at WrestleMania and he like beat some beat beat on beat on Vince, I think. He like, you know, a little strong he knocked Vince down and beat Vince up. And uh but yeah, he he actually didn't actually get in the ring and fight anyone. Nice. But they could do it easily enough. I mean, because WWE has had storylines where it's like twenty four hours a day, anytime you can just ta- you can attack them attack the champion and go for the belt. So they've had people who just finished a mat an hour match and it gets attacked by somebody like like while they're having their hand raised, somebody jumps up and attacks them when they're half dead already and somebody fresh you know beats them and gets their title. Yeah. There was one you know like one pay per view where the title changed three hands during the pay per view because people kept like you know like changed hands three times during the pay per view because people kept attacking out of nowhere. I was watching a comedian I'm gonna look him up because I want to I like him and I want people to watch him but um I was watching him on Instagram and he was saying that he likes wrestling. He likes uh, like WWE wrestling, mm-hmm. and that he goes, "Don't say that in a Hollywood party. People will look at you like like super offended that you said that. Like you know that that's fake, right?" And he's like, "Well, here's the deal. I've been watching TV and it seems to be all fake." Yeah, I was <laughs> the always Bachelor. I say my parents, my father would say something. I'm like, "Dad, do you think Captain Kirk really fought a giant alligator guy? That because that's fake." Goes, yeah. yeah, but it's like, did you think he was going to win or lose? I'm like, well, I knew he was going to win. What's the difference? It's General Hospital, except instead of at a hospital, it's at a wrestling ring. And they actually do their own stunts. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know how you so, pronounce his last name. It's Danny, I'm guessing, Jolles. It's J-O-L-L-E-S. Could be Holes, but I don't know. But he's hilarious. You should all watch him. He's very funny. Um, but yeah, he, he, um, he said that about, and then he was saying the bachelor, there's a, there's a producer off, off screen telling them what to say and do like, (laughs) no, no, the only regular sports is not like, because you're getting it confused with sports. It's not sports. It's entertainment with art and maybe the news. (laughs) Well, no, maybe (laughs) (laughs) I saw another clip from another comedian. I just looked at, looked up Danny real fast, make sure it wasn't him who did a, a similar routine recently about. How he got an argument with his girlfriend over wrestling, and she's and and how they they're not real actors. And he's like, he's like, what about The Rock? And she's like, what? The Rock's not a wrestler anymore. What's his name? She means The Rock. I'm like, no, that's a character he played. Yeah, like, you're referring like, to him you're referring as to the him character. As his character name. What other actor saw, do you do that with? <laughs> I saw that clip. I forget who that was, but yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, my family has gotten back into wrestling just recently because for some reason Jacob did of all people, the oldest. Um, I don't think like he just watched some old clips on YouTube and it served up new clips. So he started watching and for um, his Hanukkah present to Joseph is um, in February, um, one of the, one of the wrestling pay-per-view or just SmackDown or something's going to be in Charlotte, one of the live events. And so um, Joseph's hopping on a train and going down to Charlotte and Jacob is taking him to, to the taping. Nice. And so Jacob's been watching regularly to catch up and everything. So now Joseph's starting to rewatch again. And uh, he had stopped watching uh, politically. You know, he got rid of um, WWE Network because WWE was supporting Saudi Arabia after the Crown Prince had a reporter killed. They were still supporting Saudi government. 
that my, my kids were like, I can't see paying for this anymore. Cancel it. Gotcha. But, uh, and then I think my, um, my friend Elliot, um, who was almost on the podcast, he called in once and sorry, everybody, you didn't get to hear him because the audio got screwed up. Um, but Elliot is, back on. is taking, um, Joseph and Leah to see, um, I think raw is, ta- is, is, is going to be in Raleigh, um, in a couple of weeks. So he's taking them to see it. Nice. Um, you just brought up something that I think is interesting that, I, that part of, uh, allyship that I, I want to mention, um. So you said the thing about boy, you know, not paying for WWE because they they support the Saudi crown government, prince or yeah. government. That is something that I have a hard time with. With so I know you, you're you, on a list. I know you're limited to which things you can support and not support. No, 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 no. no. I it is going <laughs> the opposite direction from where I think you think it's going. Um, I have a hard time when like I don't eat Chick Fil A and I don't think you eat Chick Fil A, but I know. Like almost, I think every gay person I know is like, "Yeah, I eat Chick Fil A." I mean, I don't know that many gay people, but like, I feel like it's like sometimes it's like, okay, well, like, and 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 actually, better yet is, I am arguably arguably more of a feminist than Sarah, her sister, and all of Sarah's friends, and they will all tell you that that I am more of a feminist because they're all like, "Yeah, I don't want a woman to be president. I don't think a woman should be president." I don't, and like, and you, they just start. Say, Sarah's less so about this, but like, you hear it, and you're like, "Oh, it's so uncomfortable." And I'm like, I'm like every, maybe, every maybe bad I, decision a president has ever made was made by a male president." And goes, "Damn, yeah." But I, I just, I, I so it, I find it. That's one thing that I think is is tough is when you're like, "No, I think that I'm right," <laughs> and I think that I need to take this principled stand. And I will say that I'm not. I try to. I've been trying to be less vocal about the Chick-fil-A thing when people go to Chick-fil-A. I only say shit to people I know get that I'm like half joking. Like, I think part of it, though, is you're more political than any of those people are. That's true. That's it's, true. It's not because you believe feminism more. It's because you're more aware of, of the greater situation rather than someone's one personal anecdote of what their life oh, is yeah. like. Yeah. Because yeah. I had that with Chick-fil-A when I used to teach improv comedy at a all-girls school. And um, which eventually went co-ed while we were there, but but first it was all all girls go, and there was a lesbian um, thespian uh, who was taking our classes, and she walks in one day eating Chick Fil A, and I was like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "What?" I'm like, "How can you eat Chick Fil A?" She's like, "What do you mean?" And I had to pull up articles on my phone, and she had no idea because she's not politically active, like she had no yeah. idea what Chick Fil A was doing. And then she's like, "Am I allowed to finish this? It was free. They were giving it away at the student center." I'm like, "Yeah, you can finish that, but." Don't help create demand for it unless you want to. I mean, yeah. But just you know, you you know, just choose where your dollars go. I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm just surprised. Yeah. But it's really well, not that she would have supported them had she known. She just was a college student and didn't pay attention to politics and didn't know. Yeah, I will say that with most of the people I'm talking about, that is not the case. They are aware. I have because because we've talked about it, and they just don't give a fuck. Um, and that's tough. It's like Set, I have a friend Set, who uh, donates money to. Um, Equality NC, a, a pro LGBTQ group in North Carolina. Um, every time that he has Chick Fil A at like a catered event, like a work lunch, and they have Chick Fil A, he afterwards donates money to offset the money that was spent on his Chick Fil A. Nice. Um, we went we went to Raising Canes in Massachusetts uh, last week. My nephews and my sister in law, and she was like, "Yeah, it's really really good. It's definitely like better than almost anything else, but it's not as good as Chick Fil A." And I was like. 
I was like, just chicken taste for chicken taste. I'm like, you're right. This is not as good tasting as Chick-fil-A. But doesn't it feel nice to know that that this isn't like giving money to anti-gay stuff and like it, this chicken doesn't taste like a hatred? And, she, and then I was like, maybe the hatred's what makes it taste good. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you can taste but the she, love in everybody. You can taste the hate in everybody. Yeah, but she's funny because she like she's one of the people I can say that to. Every, I, there are other people I will not talk about Chick Fil A to because they get upset about. It. Like they'll be like, I just want to have my chicken, and I'm like, okay. Like I I, I I do try not to be like a buzzkill all the time. Um, but all right, what are, what are we talking about? Theoretically, allyship. I mean, you keep going off talking about um, Chick Fil A. I don't know. I think that that was coming somewhat related. It is, you know, it's I, more consumer. It's more like right. like it's a different I, type of protest. I don't want my dollar being used, yeah. passed through to be used direct. I mean, there are things you know. You know that most businesses give more to Republican candidates than than, than not. So you got to choose your battles. But yeah. when you know <laughs> that they specifically target a group, uh, it's a different story. We Sarah and I had the Chick Fil A conversation yesterday, and she and she said, and she's not on board with protesting and but she said like well most companies like do bad stuff and i'm like yeah i would imagine that's absolutely true that that most companies do something that i would not want to give money to however there is a difference when you know i was like it's just you know like there's probably they don't just give money to politics because they want laws passed that support them they give money yeah, yeah. They lobby for anti-gay laws. Yeah, I I said something. I said, uh, you know, like I I say they, and it was really the owner of the company, Robert Calvert. He yeah. personally did it with his his share of the money. It wasn't the company's budget. It's his yeah. share of the money that he gets from the company. Yeah, I said um, my my example that I used for her was like, yeah, like I really liked the Cosby Show when I was a kid. It's it's ruined now that I know, but like he was doing that the whole time, but now that I know, I can't enjoy watching him. Yeah. You know, like that's that is the difference. Is like, and I get it. There is like an inherent feeling of helplessness to kind of admit that, but ultimately, you can only do what you know about. Like, yeah. and I mean, then the song. I, mean, I think we talked about this. When we talked about is it the singer or the song? You know, and yeah. that kind of thing was. There's somewhere it's like I just can't enjoy Cosby. It's not a choice. It's just if I see Bill Cosby performing, yeah. what pops to my head is Bill Cosby performing, and uh, I I can't enjoy it. Versus like my wife hates Tom Cruise because of his anti um, his stance on postpartum depression being a woman does not be needed to deal with it. She should just take more vitamins and crap. And his feud with Brooke Shields over it years and years ago, and she just will not watch a Tom Cruise movie. She used to like. You know, Top Gun was one of her top three favorite movies, and she will never watch it again. And I can watch a Tom Cruise movie. Like we don't give, we don't want to give him money, so I don't go to a movie. But yeah. I don't mind watching one of his movies because uh, I still, I, I, I'm not so. Um, I don't have yeah. the response that that she does, but I won't spend money because I support her. Can we just admit though that the real problem with Tom Cruise is that his he has one center tooth. That's the biggest crime. He's a can opener. I I don't know. Somebody at work told me that he she can't get over the fact that instead of having like two front teeth, he has like all his teeth are like slightly off, so he has one center tooth. Never does. I'm gonna. I have to Google it now because I. It sounds crazy once I've just said it out loud. 
Um, as I started typing it, it came up Tom Cruise tooth in center. And there's pictures that come up with lines going down the center of the picture to show you. Yeah. Oh, that's... It just looks like his face is slightly, like, off-center. It doesn't... I was expect. Uh, oh, there's one picture where it looks real intense. <laughs> oh, I got an article that came and said, Tom Cruise teeth before and after he loses teeth. So maybe he had work done because he had an accident and that's why. It is funny looking. Yeah. So, do you have any last thoughts on on allyship and 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 I'm I'm, I'm for it, and I think yeah. it's important that people who can speak up about issues speak up about issues. People who call who like say you don't call everyone out all the time necessarily in your life. There's times where it's not appropriate, but when you can, you do. When you can yeah. spread word information on something, you do. You know, you certainly don't take part in terrible things, but also just right. speaking up when it's time to speak up and making sure people listen to the right sources. Just say, hey, if you don't know about this, you should listen to the We Dissent podcast. That's, um, you know, three um, women activist lawyers talking about um, church and state issues. You know, like, you don't have to listen to me talk about um, the Dow decision, but listen to them. They're really knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah and, it's and good. It's, and at and, 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 uh, Triangle Free Thought Society, because I don't plug a group off enough, which I am now officially president of. Uh, we had an election, officially president now. Um, one of the things we try is when we're when we're booking guests is to book guests who um, who are experts in things that and are you know like you know not like we're not we don't we, we try to be very inclusive in who we do, but it's not like identity politics. Getting well, we want a black woman and we want a brown person. Blah blah. blah. We want people talking about topics that they are the experts in and they, and they have the lived experience yeah. in. Like we're not doing it because someone's black, but that's the person who's going to talk about that issue. I don't need a white person to talk about black atheism. Right. I So I was listening to Cogdis today, and I haven't gotten that far into it. And it remind today's topic on there, or the discussion they were talking about was, uh, I was doing this on the way to your house. Uh, they were talking about this, but uh, Googling and or, or doing your own research, right? Don't, don't do your own research, but yeah. It's basically don't do your own research. But one of the things that they've said in the past, and, and this is kind of frustrating sometimes for, for us as a society, but they've they, they've mentioned it, and I forget, I'm going to fuck up how they said it, but like we have to defer to experts sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and when it comes to certain things, it, we're getting to that point where we're not doing that on certain things where it's clearly obvious we should. Medical things. Uh, you know, like scientific things. We're not deferring to experts on those things. Even the ones so, where you don't want to defer. Because I, I had a thing recently, like currently, currently, I may have comments on it right now on Facebook. Somebody posted something about why do we believe that there was a historical Jesus? There's no real evidence, blah, 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 blah. And Mike, and then it's like an atheist group. And my response was, listen, the historical consensus is that there was someone who the stories of Jesus are based on. That's the historical consensus. And there's no amount of research I can do online. There's no articles I can read that are going to make me smarter than the historic than the consensus of historians. Even if I see no reason to believe it, I, there's no reason that I have no expertise to doubt Bart Ehrman at Duke, who says there is. And I had someone who's like, "Well, my master's is in this, and here, read my article." I'm like, "I just said me reading your article doesn't make me and you smarter than the consensus of historians, even though." I personally don't yeah. see it. I have to admit they're smarter than me on this topic. Yeah. 
I agree. I agree. Although time travel would be cool. Um, yeah, if I can find, I mean, well, I mean, like, and if consensus changes, great. I will go yes. with the consensus. Like, I'm, I'm yep. not, I'm not buying into uh, a, a, a theory based on my knowledge. I'm accepting the consensus view, right? Of what the experts in the field say. And I think that's the attitude we need to have with with allyship. Is which what's what, where I was going with that is that, but it's hard if we can't if I can't say if people as a society are going. Well, vaccines, you know, let's let's take the COVID vaccine out and just use the MMR vaccine for a second. Um, that has been controversial for 20 years, at least, probably well, closer to 30. Controversial, you know, depending on how you define controversial, but yes. There's controversy around it. It's not, it's not. Uninformed controversy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to give credence to right, that controversy. Right, right. I'm just saying, uh, the point I'm about to make is actually quite the opposite. But like, yeah. if, if. If we can't get people to go, oh, you know what, ninety nine percent of doctors show, you know, and and research has shown there is no problem here. If we can't get people to listen to that, how can I possibly get someone to listen to? Hey, I know you're poor and white, and you're trying to do the right thing, but this black person knows more what it's like to be black than you know, like what it's to be it is to be black. How that. That is such, even though it, it sounds like common sense to you and I, I'm sure, that like a black person knows more about the black experience than we do. But that is less concrete to me than like, oh, the doctors have said there is, because you look at someone who's like very privileged, you know, um, grown up in a situation where they can be kind of removed from the black experience, you know, and then you grow up with someone yeah, who's I mean, Mark Robinson, the lieutenant governor of Carolina, who said, I don't consider yeah. myself African-American because they're whiners. Yeah. So you, there are like so it's what I mean. Like it, there is a less concreteness to that. So how can we possibly get that point through some to to some people who are trying to be good that they can't yeah. be the voice of it when I can be the voice of like look I my, there's a guy I follow who um, that I think you might like. His name is Walter Masterson. I follow, and he him. had a video with RFK. Uh, junior the other day where he had his dog and he goes i got him vaccinated and now he doesn't bark and he <laughs> and, and he because he you know he's a he's a troll for good yeah. but like how you know the, the person who legitimately thinks something like that how how can they possibly you know like that that is yeah. i mean repetition 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 right yeah the, the more people hear the uh, uh, the right messages, the more likely that at some point some of them will sink in. Yeah. You know? But it's also, it's, and it's not about like every single black person is the expert because, you know, like some right. people are not political and they don't pay attention to what goes on. It's, but it's, they know their lived experience, but it may not be. Yeah. It's more of yeah. the consensus expert opinion is X. And I'd rather right. have someone from that group expressing it than someone who doesn't have both the lived experience and the expertise. Right, I agree. That's what, yeah, because ultimately, no group is a monolith. But at the same time, I do not I do not really understand what it is like to get pulled over or approached by a police officer as a black person. Like, and and anything that I the the one thing that I can think of that even like makes for a little while made me think that I could understand it is ultimately comes from like i'll give you the example i when i when you're a teenager in a rich area and you have a poor and you have a shitty car 
and you get pulled over, cops treat you differently than they treat everyone else in that sit in that rich area, right? Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I used to think like, well, that's probably what it's like to be black, only worse. And there is like a little bit of tiny little right. piece the of o- truth the o- to the it. The only worse is a huge factor, though. But it's yes, like, yeah. I, I probably won't get shot by the cop who pulled me over. Yeah, like you have, you probably have more money than me, but you don't. But you having more money than me and. Uh, Jeffrey Bezos having more mo- money than me. That's a wide range. <laughs> so, but yeah, so like I'm, I, I don't think I ever pulled that card or like tried to play that, but I did try, like I could, I could understand the, I could understand the idea of like, oh, sometimes people just get treated like less than. And that's, but there was very little fear. I had very little, you know, other than like, I'm going to get in trouble. I had very little, I had no fear for my safety. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, so I don't. Intellectually knowing something and feeling. Yeah. 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 So I, anyway, I just did that to make, to, to point out how big of a douchebag I can be. Cause that's, that's the episode's topic is that if you're, if you're like me, you're no, if you're trying to be an ally, but you're bad at it, you're a douchebag. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I just really want, and and I get to the point where I, I try really hard to do to do it right, and to not be the guy who's like, well, I have black friends. Like, I I told Adam, I was talking to Adam one time, and I was like, uh, I was like, I if I'm in a conversation and so, like I don't ever say that, and I'm like because that immediately makes me sound like I don't actually have any black friends, or I have one black friend, or and I'm like, so I will avoid that point. And he goes, he said something like, what What do you say then in that situation? I'm like, I'll just, you know, like I'll talk about an actual experience that happened. Like, what you know, conversation we had or something. And then sometimes people will ask if you are black. And then I'll be like, oh yeah, he's black. And I feel like that's the my way, workaround. But like I... That's my way. It's funny when you when you feel like it's relevant to the conversation. So I have to say this person's black, but then I have to say, but it's relevant, right? You have to, like, it's important to know that Mac is black in the story that I call him matzo ball and he calls me collard greens. Like the fact that we reverse the ethnic oh, slur yeah. is important to know that I'm Jewish and he's black. Like well, that, that's part of the joke. Yeah. Another friend of mine, not Adam. Um, so I was telling today at work, I was talking about how uh, Logan has has not. Logan doesn't know what the N word is. Um, he know he knows that it's a bad it's a bad word. It's a really mean word, but he hasn't heard it. And there's a little bit of me that worries because I don't want to like teach him it, but I also don't want him to like hear it and then start saying it before he gets home and says I heard blah blah blah. And at, in the topic, in when I was having this conversation, I said I said and he I know he's heard it before because I listen to rap music and I have a friend who says it a lot. And then I was telling this to a, a friend at work who is black, and she like gave me this look, and I said, "He he's black," and she goes, "Okay, you had me worried for a second." I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 I'm like, I don't hang out with anybody who currently any white people who currently say the n word, basically at all. And I was like, uh, as far as I know, you know what I mean? Like, and but I, there was that moment of like me being like, "Yeah, my friend says the n word all the time," <laughs> and then be like. Oh yeah, no. Without that context, <laughs> all right. I think I think that that'll do it for us, right? Oh, that'll do you. Yep. So you got you got any last words and on the uh, 
Oh, before we we do that, we need to plug plug the cat's butt. Um, If you are listening to this podcast on uh, any of the regular podcast players, Spotify or or, um, Apple or anything, please hit the the follow or subscribe buttons. Um, Give us a thumbs up or a five-star rating. Uh, write a review if you can, um, if you if you liking liking the show. If you are watching us on YouTube, like, subscribe, add a comment. Um, that would be excellent of you to do that. Uh, and then, lastly, if liking and subscribing and you're and supporting us in that way isn't enough for you, and you want to give us the gift of money which will help us to improve the podcast, keep the podcast going. Uh, you can do that in two different ways. Um, you can go to patreon.com backslash talking about the big stuff. And we have two options on there uh, for different versions, which uh, depending on your know, content level. So it's a $3 and a $10. Uh, they All episodes through there will come out on Monday instead of Friday. So you get them four days early. And, uh, and then if you, I'm forgetting another book. Oh, and if, if for some reason you're, you're on Apple and you prefer to do it through Apple's podcast system, you can uh, just hit the subscribe button on there. And it's a $3, it's $3. It will play the um, uncut version of this or the less cut version of this. And we promise that Mike will try to do this off the top of his head every week. We will not pre-record it. We will not write a script. We will not make sure that it is fluid and smooth. It will be pulled as if pulling teeth every week for your listening pleasure. I'm going to write a script. It's just been crazy at work. You know, Christmas. You need, to, you need to just delete this. This needs to be that. This whole thing needs to be not on the um, the Patreon and the Apple subscription feed. So the reason to subscribe is to never hear him talk about subscribing again. That's the reason to subscribe. Still, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like, hit the notifications, hit subscribe. Do that on YouTube. But the other the other stuff, you never have to hear again. Three bucks a month and you never have to hear again. Come on. Less than the price of supporting a kid for Sally Struthers. Yeah. All right. Anyway, now that I've been berated. Uh... And I'll just say to everyone. Thank you for uh, listening to us talk about the big stuff and giving us your support as an ally. The preceding podcast has been a Chocolate Diamond Media LLC production. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.